1: Hello and welcome to Islanders Anxiety from the Lighthouse Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dan Saracini. Joining me, as always, is my friend Michael Lieboff. And Mike, uh, we are sitting here moments after the Islanders lost to the Florida Panthers three to two. They started this week with a five two win over the San Jose Sharks, looking really good, looking solid, and then everything went to hell. And they have now. We are now looking at a three game losing streak, a two and four record. And potentially a six-game losing streak on the horizon. We'll talk about that a lot in the second half. But um, it's amazing how quickly things turn. This has been a long week. We have another... And they had another announcement that we'll talk about in the second half, too, that felt like it happened 10 years ago. But, man, this is this is not the start that they thought they were going to have, that we thought they were going to have. And it's it's incredibly depressing, is all I'm going to say.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm mad at basically everybody, including myself, <laughs> for this because... This whole summer, I don't know if I. I guess maybe I drank the Kool Aid. <laughs> I think a lot of people did. There were some people who seem who like they're much more salient than I am. Like <laughs> how how can you run this team back after they missed the playoffs by sixteen points? And we pointed to every every reason mm-hmm. why they missed the playoffs forever. Uh, it, everybody knows them, and uh, turns out. I feel like an asshole <laughs> like you know like
0: <laughs> I, can't,
2: I, I can't believe how confident I was that this team would be competent like that yeah I was saying to uh Kerry Haber earlier like coming into this year I thought the worst case scenario was yeah they'll be around 90 points it'll be an interesting season and they'll miss the playoffs but at least there'll be some you know meaningful games in the spring and they'll they'll be a part of a playoff race i'll show up to ubs arena in february and not be sad uh and now i'll just i would sign up for that as mm-hmm. that that feels like it's the ceiling now of this team at this very moment and and yes it's six games and I, like you said things change fast in the nhl but this isn't a fast change this is now 88 games if you think about it right like right. we saw 82 games last season. Now we saw six this season and the Islanders in those 88 games have 88 points. <laughs> <laughs> oh so like, God. It's outrageously bad and I can't believe how upset I was. Not really as much after the Panthers game because I knew this was coming but yeah. last night after the, they lost to the, to the Lightning I, it was October 22nd. I can't believe how upset I was. Like I I, I, I took a walk with <laughs> Elvis after the game and I was fuming and sad and all I was saying to myself was like, how on earth are you letting yourself get this upset Mm. this early in the season? And it's because this season is like, it feels pretty make or break for how this franchise is going to go for the next few seasons, few years. And I don't want to deal with the rebuild. I don't want to deal with them tearing things down and then starting it back up because we've done that before. It's not, you just say the word rebuild and everyone's like, yeah, they're in a rebuild. Like it's not that it's not, it's not a small deal. It sucks.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and reminder that the Islanders rebuild basically just resulted in the guy they built around leaving as a free agent. Right. The (laughs) rebuild didn't didn't
2: work. No, it didn't. (laughs) Like what worked was they, they got a coach and, and, and Mm. like a general manager to kind of clean things up and get this team to play a detailed oriented game. And, like, look, it's six games into Lane Lambert's season. I'm not saying anything about the coach right now. But the thing that's blowing my mind is they just spent four – these guys, who are all the same guys that have been around this team since that rebuild was Mm. abruptly halted and then turned into something completely different. They all spent four seasons under the coach who drilled the details, not beating yourself, not shooting yourself in the foot for four seasons and then they show up this year and it looks like all that is gone. Like just because there's a new coach doesn't mean they should all be forgetting how to close out a period, not to skate the puck out of your own zone mm. into, Turnovers you know, in, the blue line. Yeah, exactly. And that, and that like that into stuff, a yeah. two, into two guys and pass it to someone flat footed for no reason. Ice the puck on a six on five twice. Like these are, these are things that just, you don't see happen for good teams. And, the Islanders aren't a good team, so if you make mistakes and you're already not good, you're going to be really bad. So, I, I know you like you and I like we, are this show is very much in like the face of, um, you know like talk radio kind of things where the the hosts feel like they're talking for, mm-hmm. the fan base or they're talking at like the general manager. You'll hear you know on WFAN. Oh, but this is a message for you know Brian Cashman. By the way, like if you're not gonna <laughs> you know stu- make a trade at that, like we're not like that. But because like look, let's be honest, like Lou Lamarillo and Garcioto before him, they don't they weren't listening. They don't know who no. we are. But we we are talking to fans and about fans and about the fan experience. But right now, I want to talk to those guys and be like, yeah. you need to do something because if you don't yeah. do something, and, and and this is why I'm mad at myself for for drinking that Kool Aid. Because we don't do something like this, isn't going to get better. It's pretty obvious this isn't going to get better. So the t- the time is up. Like the time is up. It's uh, you got something has to happen, or else this is just not. It, we could be staring. I just went mm-hmm. through the schedule. Like we, there's a chance. It's not a good one because it's really hard to lose 11 games in a row, and it's really hard to do it two seasons in a row. But we know what the schedule is like right after this uh, this right. game against Florida. Then they play the Blackhawks on the road, whatever. But then it's like St. Louis, Detroit, Calgary, the Rangers again. That's the that the rain. I think the Rangers or Calgary. One of those two games would be their eleventh yeah. from their last loss.
1: Like and that's a back to back. By the way, home against and, Calgary and then yes. at the Garden. Yeah.
2: So, it, but before the season, into my expect my expectations for the season were it. There's no way it could be as bad as it was last year. Hmm. I was wrong because it's it's, yeah. it's 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 already almost as it all feels as bad as it was last year, and, and it's. Yeah we're six games in and the eerie thing is you know i saw you you, you tweet about like this is the same exact thing as last year mm. i'm pretty sure that that 11 game losing streak they played the devils they it was on the road though they got yeah. shut out by Mackenzie blackwood in a pretty effort and then they went to florida lost back-to-back games against the, <laughs> the Panthers and lightning and everything they flew home and everything was so fucked they, like they it definitely was... played calgary at that point well they played pittsburgh yep.
1: or they won't play this year but yeah <sighs> no.
2: but it's just they it's played... so eerie like and yeah i i just i don't know what what to say because there's nothing like we can't you and i can't do anything we can't sit here and say okay go trade for this person i i'm mm. i want a vanic style trade like that's what i'm clamoring <laughs> for right now because at least <laughs> it makes it fun for a little while and whatever, right. if maybe it flames out, but this team is not going to tank because they have the goaltending and they have mm-hmm. some good players. Like, it's it's I mean, they just it's signed the dude for an eight-year contract. Yeah, like, and it's much more complicated than just being like, oh, this you know, let's tank. Like people are calling for Vancouver, the Canucks, to tank now, like just because mm-hmm. you won two of your first six games doesn't mean they're just going to lay down like dogs and mm-hmm. and and that'll be it. Yeah, like so throw something at the wall. Like we deserve it as a fan base. We like the fan base deserves it after what we, we sat through the same thing that the players did last year. Like, yeah, of course we weren't playing, but like we gave them the pass. We gave everybody the opportunity to say, okay, like you didn't play, play well. We understand. We get why, you know, last year was so shitty. There's a lot of stuff that went against you guys, uh, mm-hmm. but you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. You don't come out after, yeah. after the effort they had in New Jersey and then lose or whatever they played well against tampa bay you don't but then you give up a goal 40 seconds into the florida game like you don't yeah this is inexcusable stuff like it's not it's not fair to us at at this point like i'm it's i love these guys i love this core and i understand like what it means if this team is bad it probably means the end of it and that would really crush me and it would crush a lot of people because these these are our guys like we love these guys
1: yeah uh just so we're all clear it's a it was a 4-1 loss to the Devils at UBS Arena and then a 5-2 loss to Tampa Bay uh in Tampa and then just now a 3-2 loss in uh Sunrise with at, uh, at the Panthers and uh all of these games had individual problems uh yeah they they were absolute trash against the Devils and I think it's funny that you were like you were super mad after the Lightning game which was two days after the game that made me super mad, which was the Devils game. And like yeah. they were just coming off a win. And I just, I was, my mind was boggled that they played that poorly against that the Devils. Early. Now, look, that early in the season, too. Like that early in the season, like they you, were, you, if you, everyone has a dud. You want to do that? You want to yeah. have a dud? Do it in February
2: after you've, you've like <laughs> showed us that you're okay. Like right. this team's going to be okay. the
1: the shots on goal were 43 17 for the devils 43 17 they were 13 to 3 in the first and they were 18 to 5 in the third 13 to 3 was uh, was generous
2: i was at that game they they put up 15 to start the period and then they started deleting some shots i was like i feel like it was more
1: than that so they were getting some home cooking they they were complete and then at the end barzell was like well that was that's a fast team over there we weren't prepared for their speed dude what what are you talking about? You weren't prepared for the speed of the New Jersey Devils. The devils, okay. Devils. I mean, no disrespect to the Devils, but that team has done jack shit <laughs> for any for a million years. That's the team you weren't prepared for. Like, and then if you're not prepared, then make an adjustment <laughs> during the game. You can do that. Like it was zero zero. That. Like like it was zero zero after the first.
2: Where was yeah. the adjust- like like that was the right. thing? My dad. I was at the game. My dad. He turned to me. He said, "He's like, wow, like." This this is kind of setting up to be t- the a game where what usually happens to the Islanders they're going to do the Devils right. like they have a great period they're going to get a lucky goal and break and, you know a right. backbreaker and I said that that's not how it works like that's just not <laughs> the Islanders don't don't do that
1: no and as soon I, as those yeah. words left yeah.
2: my mouth Jack Hughes of all people you know go, scores on a breakaway and I, that was it I, I yeah. couldn't I couldn't be- that like you said like you were mad about that game I was I was so mad I I don't know if I've been mad at the Islanders in a while mm. I've been mad about the Islanders. Uh, yeah. A lot, but like last year, like I said, I was giving them a pass. I was giving them yeah. a pass. I'm an. Uh, turns out I'm a moron. I was giving them <laughs> all these passes. Like I, so I wasn't really mad at them last year. And of course, yeah. the, the two seasons before that, great success. Yeah. I wasn't mad at them during Trotz's first year because of no. the magical run we went on. The last time I was probably mad at this team was the 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 Doug Wait year, yeah. and because that was like this the guy's going to leave. Yeah. yeah, you're not going to do it. I'm mad at you. I'm not mad about yeah. you. I'm mad at you. And then the Devil's game, I was mad at them.
1: Yeah, um, it was Ilya Sorokin is the only guy on that team that gets a pass in that game, even though they lost four to one. Yeah, you know, he he was great. And again, like you said, it was near zero zero in the first period and really halfway through the second because of him. And, you know, once he let in that Jack Hughes goal, uh, Andre Palat scored twice and then Lee scored again late to to break up the shutout. But like that was an embarrassing game. And I turned it off after the second period. I'm like, I don't need this. I put on my wife and I put on Only Murders in the Building. We started the second season of that. I would rather spend my time, frankly, we're with Steve Martin, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Martin Short and Selena Gomez. Like those people are good. And this and, and I had friends of mine being like, dude, it's the it's the fourth game of the season. You're never going to make it. I, I don't If like you said, this might no, be the fourth not. game of the season. <laughs> like, we, right. We're not. Well, we're not going to make it to the rest of the season. But like we I have seen this movie before. Like, I know what happens here. I, I It's just I know what's going to happen. These guys, they they come out here and they don't – they they throw the puck around. Nobody's ever in front of the net. They they skate around, and then they just go the other way. And then they just give up a goal at the worst possible moments. There's, they're flinging the puck towards the net. Nothing ever happens. And then every bounce goes the way of the other team. And no bounce ever goes in the way of the Islanders because the bounces are just random. Like, they're just happening around them. There's no game plan. There's no, and, and as we saw today in the Florida game, I'll jump ahead over the, we'll get back to lightning in a second. The second period was, was dreadful. And like, they were playing with no confidence with seemingly no game plan and no feeling of like, okay, here's what we had to do here. Like they're just randomly throwing stuff at the net and it just doesn't work for most of the time. Um, So the, the devil's game was just awful. I thought, okay, maybe they'll come back against Tampa Bay a team that has obviously owned them for a long time in Tampa, but you never know what happens. Um, and really, they they did play better. Like, they controlled most of the first, but then Scott Mayfield just gives the puck to uh, to uh, uh, Nikita Kucherov, who throws it to goal, great, Braden Point for goal, and that was it. <laughs> like, yeah. Then, okay, fine, it went back and forth. Martin tied it, but then as soon as he finished tying it, Point scored again. Uh, he, he Well, no, Hagel scored, but Point but, got the yeah. shot off the crossbar. And it was just, it was just this all the time. And it was like, you know, Barzell passes up a shot and then Corey Perry scores. Uh, There's just uh, Bo, Anthony Beauvillier scored on a kind of a through Brian Elliott. Oh, that's the other thing too. So the lightning played the night before and they were playing the Panthers and they started Andre Vasilevsky. So here comes Brian Elliott starting against the Mariners and you thought, and no Eric Chernak. And you're like, okay, they can work with this. They also, lightning hadn't really gotten off to a great start. They had to come back to beat the Panthers the night before. They went to overtime. A lot of things are kind of, you know, kind of trending in the Islanders' direction. Nope. Every time the Islanders try to get some kind of momentum going, the the Lightning scored. And it was like uh, Nick Paul scored a goal in the third period. It was a save made by um, um, uh, Simeon Varlamov. Goes right right off Kai Mary, right to Nick Paul, and he scores uh right and it's just like oh no sorry to, excuse to, to uh alex killorn and he scores like i got so many notes here not yeah i
2: mean sure it, was, it was it the, was right the, all, everything every bounce found and, and i yeah. tweeted this and then i kind of regretted doing it because like, i got i didn't context it but i was like it just turns out like just because the islanders didn't get a, a lick of luck last year doesn't mean they're just going to automatically get it this year like right. it, you think that's what was supposed to be how it works is the universe supposed to balance out but with the islanders the universe rarely, oh. rarely balances out yeah. like we've We've had three successful seasons of in the past, like thirty. So, like yeah. obviously, things are not balancing out here. Uh, we've been in as um, many arenas as we've had successful seasons. But yeah. the 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 thing that blew my mind with those with those goals was the the the, the point one, or I guess it was mm. the Hagel. But I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Mm. And I thought I was done saying that about goals <laughs> against the Islanders last year yeah. because off the post, this, this yeah. puck just flutters over over Sorokin. Like over mm. his head, oh yeah! Somehow sorry, lands, so off enough the, enough lands off the lands off the cross crossbar and bounces right right to Hegel for mm. a goal. And I was like, never seen that before. Yeah. And then, and then we watched Nikita no. Shashnikov. Oh yeah,
1: this is the one I was going to say. Yeah,
2: skated to the, uh, with no time left, and you know, God damn it, if I wasn't the only one thinking it, like mm. we we saw, I saw who who had the puck. I saw how much time was left with the puck. I saw what he was doing, and all I said yep. was look buddy you're an islander do not do this
1: do not do this we know how this goes we've all seen this story as soon as he turned that puck over at his own blue line yeah i saw the clock and it had five seconds left and i'm like this one's going in yeah we had enough time to go fill up
2: get get a glass of water come back and you know exactly what's (laughs) going to happen like yeah press play on the remote goal um yeah and then i mean skipping ahead to the panthers game so (laughs) that's so I say to myself, you know, I've never, you know, I've never seen that before. And I really did think I was done saying that. The Panthers score a goal where someone hits Noah Dobson in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> and the puck bounces to them. And so that's what I was saying when I tweeted. It's like, you know, just, you know, it turns out that just because you were cursed last season doesn't mean you're cursed. I'm not saying that the Islanders, are; it's not, they're cursed and that's why they're not playing. Like they're playing like shit. Like this isn't, this yeah. is not, this has nothing to do with it. But they're, it's both, you know, like when when you are getting no bounces and no luck. Like if you go through the last eight, there were eight goals scored against the Islanders in Florida. And if you go through all eight of those goals, you'd be like the third yeah. goal was a bounce for the Panthers. The, the first goal was from below the red line, 40 seconds into the game. Like th- every goal was just so bizarre yeah. that you're like, th- there almost are built in excuses for this team to say like, yeah, you know, we just didn't catch mm-hmm. any bounces. And while that was kind of true for the lightning game, it was not true for the Panthers game at all. Like yeah. they didn't play well. They didn't place. I think Brendan, Brendan, like kind of even said it during the game. He's like, the Islanders have 21 shots,
1: butch and and, and 12 of them have come on the power player. So like, yeah. Like, the, Oh my the, God. Uh, Yeah. So right. Right off the opening face off. Uh, Adam Pellick is holding some guy. He's about to get a penalty.
2: Tom Lindell or Anton is One of those guys,
1: whatever it is. The, the, right. He throws the puck at the net and it just goes in. And this is 30 seconds into the game. So at least that penalty got negated. But then a minute and a half later, uh, Oliver Walstrom takes a penalty. <laughs> so then they kill that penalty off. And that's when the other goal happened. Luce De Reinen, who apparently is the new guy who's going to score against the Islanders in every game now. He takes a shot. The puck rolls up on Dobson, hits him in the throat. Dobson goes down <laughs> in a heap. Everybody on the Islanders just sort of stops. But the puck is still bouncing. There's no whistle. It goes right back to Luster And he just he just whips it short side on on Varlamov. And it's two nothing just like that. And it's like, wh- what are we doing out here? Like, I, what is the game plan? Like, what are we doing out here? And by the way, it didn't get any better from that point on. They, they spent the first three or four minutes of the second period hemmed in their own zone. Um, yep. They did get a power play. Matt Martin took a shot up in the chops. He took a little bit of uh, got a little bit of blood. So Lee scored. Uh, I mean they were better, but they still just had no luck. And then in the third period, the same thing happened. They kill off this huge power penalty because Lee took a penalty right at the very, very end of the second period. Lee, by the way, has a penalty in basically every game this year. So (laughs) I don't know. He's on the Casey Suzekas plan. I don't know what's going on. They kill that penalty off. Great, good job. And then uh, Dobson the the puck bounces right off of Dobson right to Ryan Lombard who scores. And that's three one. And then they got one back, Lee again on the power play. But after that, I was like, okay, they got half a period left. They can tie this game. And Literally in the blink of an eye, there was two minutes left. (laughs) They went from nine minutes left to two minutes left. They spent a minute and a half defending their own open net (laughs) when they they pulled Varlamov. They two icings out of
2: six and five by the same Yahoo killed 15 seconds by himself just standing behind the net. I'm like, you're d I am like you are i do not think you're reading the situation right, Sebastian. It's us. It's us who needs (laughs) to score. We have the empty net. We need to score. Yeah. And and that's the other thing that's happening here, too, is the the kind of fringe guys and I, and Nikita mm. Sashnikov I actually when when they when Lambert brought Sashnikov back in the lineup I was like that's fine like it's fine yeah. I I didn't think it was going to be Bailey when it happened but whatever like I thought he was he was good in that first game showed well during camp brings something different to the fourth line than Martin or Clutterbuck. Mm. but turns out I was wrong about where <laughs> they were what his plan was so the the lineup changes just aren't working Sallow, mm-hmm. whatever he's not been good but then you bring in Ajo and they, you know, he had a good first game against Tampa, I guess. I didn't notice him much, but uh, then the second game of I mean, he, I, I mean, I thought he was just, he, he, he just drives me nuts in his own zone. Like he's, he almost skates the puck into his own, own goal. Like once a game, he'll just yes. like s- randomly start skate, like skating towards from behind the net, like right out in front. And the puck will get loose. Dude,
1: Varlamov almost threw the puck into his own net too. in this, during this game at one point, Yeah, like, there's right. some
2: weird, there's just some weird stuff going on. And, right. and then like John, Ross Johnston, you you mentioned mm. that shift that, to start the second yeah. period, like that was because Ross was just not playing well, <laughs> and, and they mm. get, end up getting hemmed, and it's the end of a shift, and he flips the puck over at the wrong time, and now it's him and Palmieri a minute and a half into the shift, and so like he he then takes Sashnikov out for Johnston, Johnston takes a penalty and had two I think two separate mm. shifts, one was three minutes and one was two minutes, and like this therein lies the problem is if if the Islanders shakeup that's Lane Lambert shaking up the team. The two shakeups were Nikita Sashnikov in for Josh Bailey, Josh Bailey, whatever. Then it's Ross Johnson for Anthony Beauvillier. And and maybe we, we did see Beauvillier, like, you know, favor his shoulder or whatever. After yes. he scored, he crashed into the net. But if it was because Beauvillier, I thought Beauvillier has been one of the better players to yes, start the season. What I don't sure. know what I'm watching if that's,
1: if I'm wrong, but like... The- him and the fourth line have been really the, the only yes, really kind yeah, of good and, players, but uh, like I'll talk about them again in a second.
2: <laughs> so like if you're if your shake up move is to bring in Ross Johnson, it's not like, and this is like the idealistic version of Kiefer Bellows. I'm pretending Kiefer Bellows is like you know <laughs> young, hungry player like chomping at the bit to like take a lineup spot. Like if you're if you're going with like Ross Johnson rather than a player like that, like this is a problem. Like you can't like that ross johnson all due respect to him like we know what he is he's he's matt martin's deputy basically like you can't have both of them in the lineup we've said this time and again mm. and he proved that like he's playing yeah against he's on the, on the ice at the same time as sasha barkov and matthew kachuk no thank you so like this is <laughs> right like the island like we love this team we love this Russ. we love all the guys on this team mm. but like it's turning into that this roster is like almost becoming like a country club like like, hey everyone you know we all get along we're hanging out together this is kind of just what we do like we play hockey and then we travel together like Mm. you know we're popping up on these videos playing golf and whatever like no man like you're you need to start winning otherwise things are going to get really ugly and really depressing around
1: here well well and here here's the thing and this is this is the thing that pisses me off about this and, and we talked about this a little bit before we came on these guys spent all summer management, players, new coach, all saying the same thing. Last year was a fluke. Half the team had COVID. They, you know, had that long road trip, blah, blah, blah. They they never got on track. With a normal season, they felt that this roster had enough to win. They were, they were good enough to get back to the place they were before, and they believe in themselves. So they made almost no changes. Romanov was the only change. Chara and Green out, obviously. And they wanted us to know that this team was good enough and they can show that last year was a fluke. Guys, last year was no fluke, okay? We have seen what you can do. This is what you have been doing. (laughs) Like Again, it's not six games. It's 80-something games. We can see what's happening here. Some changes need to happen, and I'm not talking about, like you just said, Ross Johnson in once in a while. Like, this (laughs) this team needs major, major changes in something. And maybe that's a trade. Maybe that's a a fundamental shift in some sort of game plan or whatever, because this ain't working. You can't keep like Scott Mayfield flinging the puck at the net and hoping that there's four guys around and it bounces in is not a game plan. You know, what is Kyle Palmieri doing out there? Nothing. He's not doing anything like I, there was, there were times at five. Why are they so bad at five on five? Well, maybe because nobody's in front of the net. The only time anybody ever gets in front of the net for this team is on the power play. That's great. What about all the other times in the game? Where is everybody? Because there's three guys standing within two feet of each other in the middle of the ice. What good is this? I don't understand. It's it's infuriating. And it's, it's we've done. seen all this before. And you guys told us time and again to anybody who will listen, we believe in this roster. We like this. We're, we're playing for each other. Okay, well, then go out and do it. Win some games. And here's the other thing that drives me nuts. The people that are like, oh, it's only six games. It's early. Apparently, people that say that, have never had a team play in a division that has three teams consistently playing at 115 point pace for six months. Like the Islanders <laughs> losing three games in a row while the, Pan- while the Rangers, Hurricanes, Penguins, now all the Flyers all of a sudden keep on winning is a problem. <laughs> like that's a problem. We've seen this. How many times have we seen this? Like the Islanders, okay, fine. Let's say they win on Wednesday against the Rangers and we'll talk about those those games on deck coming up in a few minutes. Let's say they win. Okay, great. How many games did they win while the Islanders were losing in, in Tampa? Like, how many times were they losing? How, how many other games are they going to have to win to catch up and beat these teams? You cannot assume that those teams are going to lose because they never do. <laughs> they never do. Every night, at least two Metro teams get points when you don't. It just happens all the time. We've seen it time and time and time and time again. Even in the good seasons, the Islanders are barely keeping pace with the other teams of the division. Yeah. It, it's, just, it's, it's infuriating. That's, We've and, seen and- this before
2: we we said it before the the game the season started like this is and and we yeah. weren't the only ones saying it the players did too this is mm. 8 and 82 game playoffs like there needs to be mm-hmm. desperation right from the gate because of what happened. like we need to prove that right. last year was a fluke like you didn't do it you failed like yeah. that's it it is what it is like i'm sorry if that means something has to change to this roster that's been together yeah. forever and it's going to hurt you know a little bit it has to happen cuz i'm m- m- I think a couple of weeks ago I was talking about how my worst nightmare was just like this season being over in the middle of November because it's <laughs> We're sucks. not even at November yet. <laughs> and it's not even it, we're end of right. October 23rd and yeah. and I don't the season's not over. I like it's not mm. just factually it's not yeah. do I I mean do I think it is? Do I feel right <laughs> in this very second? Do I mm. if you ask me? I said yeah, of course it's over like this team probably won't ever win another game. But uh it's not like they're it's they're two and four, six games in, like you said. Like the people who are saying that, though, like they, they you only have to go back 10 months mm. to see what a losing streak will do to a team in this division because the Penguins, once again, yeah, you know, like they're not losing, the Capitals will get hot. Yeah. Like every, every while that, yeah, while the Islanders are playing the Lightning, having pucks go in off crossbar bounces and off throats. The Capitals and Penguins are fighting back against other teams and getting points. Yeah, the Islanders don't do it. Every every if you look at the NHL, I think it's something like twenty three percent of all games have featured multi goal comebacks and the other team winning. Like the team that fell behind, mm. the Islanders haven't erased the lead yet. Uh, besides, I think what the one goal goal lead for the Sharks. Like that's the only yeah. time they've erased the lead, and that was against the Sharks. Their two wins are against the Sharks and the Ducks. Like. <laughs> I get that the season's not over. I get it's only been six games and it's still early, but anytime that they've, they've had mm-hmm. a chance to like measure themselves up against decent teams, they failed
1: Yeah, miserably. Which is another in hallmark of last year. Right. Too, like this where is they could not be a good team.
2: So, so what gives you confidence that they'll the season? like, yeah, sure. Like the season might not be over now in the six game mark, but I'll tell you what, yeah. like in a week from a week from now, it could, it could seriously be on thin ice. Like, yeah. and that's the problem is because we also saw this coming like after after they beat the sharks i remember mm-hmm. being pumped like i was so happy and like you said it was a less than a week ago mm-hmm. leaving leaving ubs arena um or i wasn't at that game but like like after the game after leaving the leaving the ducks game just like thinking like all right take care of the sharks take care of the devils because we know what's coming on the other side of the yeah. devils game and then after that sharks game being like wow like this is unbelievable you carry this into it's a two and one start too. Like I got that excited over a two uh, <laughs> and one start, and I'm thinking, carry this into the Devils game, you'll be fine. Because you need to get points out of that game because we know what's coming. This is and this is part of the the absolute pity of being an Islander fan. <laughs> I'm not alone in saying this either. Like I had this kind of Florida two steps circled on the calendar for when's when's the schedule come out? Mid July. Since yeah. mid July, being like, holy shit, like that is a daunting <laughs> thing because I can see exactly how this is going to go. The Islanders, mm. they'll probably get some wins in the first four games at home. They'll probably lose a game. Maybe they'll have a hard luck loss happened against the Panthers. They get dominated by the Devils, so they're two and two. Like you knew this was coming the whole time. Like I saw this coming. Plenty of my friends who I talk about the Islanders all day with saw this coming and said, "Well, that's you know, there's a chance that because of the PTSD we're dealing with from last season, like you know exactly <laughs> how you're going to feel." I'm, I knew exactly how I was going to feel tonight mm. on July 18th, which is, <laughs> is, 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 so yeah. demoralizing. Cause I was right. And I was like, Shh. you know, like this yeah. is horrible. And I'm just thinking about it, like compared to being a Ranger fan, for example, like they don't do that. No. they're like, they'll check back. They'll, they'll see oh, the Rangers are like 23, 11 and six. Uh, great. Like I'll check back in, in a couple of weeks. And, and, like I'm thinking about this Florida two step three months in advance, because I know right. that if the Islanders stumble into it and stumble out of it, like I'm going to be thinking the season's over because of what happened last year. And guess what? I'm thinking the season's over because of what happened yeah. last year.
1: Well, cause again, this is again, once again, the margin of error is incredibly thin and and yeah. that's, that, that is a very, re- that was a very real possibility in July. And l- sure enough, it has come to pass and they could have avoided that by, you know, not playing like ass for, Four out of the six periods they played yeah. down there, but they didn't. Um, and- we're going to take a break in a second, but let's let's look at some positive stuff. Okay? <laughs> before let's, we let- do here's a couple. I
2: just say one thing before sure.
1: I have one more negative thing I have to say. Oh, and this please. Is directed- this is directed at the general
2: manager who I think we you and I have given a really long leash to because yes. like we've seen other Islander general managers before. Yes. Like Lou Abarillo isn't our first Islander general manager. <laughs> you know like this is we we saw the guy who traded for uh traded Roberto Luongo and Zdeno Chara (laughs) like we we know right like we saw the backup goalie uh become the general manager like this is this is the best general manager I've had in my entire life as an Islander fan and it's not even close and (laughs) but Lamarillo like has shown no I have no confidence in him to to be able to figure out how to you know break break the window open with a brick and change his team and like go into the house and. You know, yeah. throw a couple guys out of it and bring a couple new guys in because w- what's the last time he's done something like that? Yeah, Like his oh, biggest no. move, like the, the Romanov trade was it, but like there's there hasn't been a player mm. traded off this roster ever? Has he traded a player away?
1: No, no, they've always been, well, I mean, they've been minor they, league guys and, and yeah, first like, picks. that's it.
2: Yes, exactly. Right. Like they, I don't know if like there's been a player on the Islanders roster
1: in his entire yeah. tenure that he traded well what i was thinking of was and trust me i don't want anybody to talk about this i hope this doesn't happen but you know if the islanders were to come up on say like a 32 thoughts podcast or like one of the athletic podcasts what somebody's going to say is no it hasn't been a great start down there on long island but uh you know lou's got something up his sleeve no i'm here to tell you there's nothing up lou's sleeve I, i haven't seen the sleeves i haven't met the man I haven't looked up the sleeves with a flashlight or one of those little like dentist mirror kind of deals. There's nothing up the sleeve. Those days are over. This isn't, you know, 1996 anymore and it's not New Jersey. So I agree with you. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah like, and and yeah. you look around the league and you're like, okay, like what is, what is there even to do? And, and you, yeah. like, there are other, there are other smoldering f- things happening with the league. There are other fires going on. Like, and sure. the, yeah. I think that's part of the Vancouver's reason. No in a bad pay. way. Right, yeah. Man. No one's going to pay anyway, attention to the is Islanders because of Vancouver. Right. Uh, like, what's going on there? And And you look at, Let's be honest. Like if if you and I were looking at the standings, and the Islanders were three and three, and we saw like the Capitals were two and four, or mm. the, the the Lightning were two and four, or something, you'd be like, oh, it's, they're fine. They'll they'll figure it out. But yeah. like not all two and four starts are the same. Like you're not on the you don't have your boots on the ground here, like like we do. Like we, I can promise you, this two and four start feels more like two and eleven, and mm. uh, I don't think that's an exaggeration at all. And and for them for it to not get to two and eleven or or something close to it, they need to change something. And I look around at the guy who's supposed to change it, and the what the possibilities are. I'm like, there's nothing. And th- mm. there's there's since his the cone of silence, you know, thing, and another thing that like, like I get, like I've I've always said, I, I kind of find it amusing when things when things are going well, it's kind of amusing, whatever. And I understand why they do it, but we're not going to hear from them either. Like this is no. this is we're on our own. Like yeah. <laughs> we are completely on our own here, left left to to try to figure this out in our own heads. And that makes yeah. it worse right now. Like something something has to be said, something has to be done, and I don't want to hear like I don't want to see the the one of you know John Ledecky out there like banging a cowbell on like a, a Long Island Railroad train or something or whatever. I don't want to I don't want to see any of this shit. Like <laughs> it's not a good time to be an Islander fan yeah. right now. No. So make it better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um so yeah. So they need to make it better. Uh a couple of things though have been Notably good in this little stretch, and we'll get to them before our break. Number one, uh, Oliver Wallstrom had two goals in that game against the Sharks, in which the Islanders were actually very good. And he's had moments where, you know, he's looked pretty good. He's he's managed to keep his spot in the lineup. He damn near had a hat trick against the Sharks. People chanting his name. They had him out there with the empty net, but uh, it didn't work. So that's good thing, number one. Good thing, number two, is the Islanders have actually killed off a team record 22 straight penalties to start off I mean, a how season. Is, how can you start two and four
2: yeah. and have, killed
1: that just tells you how bad the five and five is going right you're two and four and you've got you've killed 22 straight penalties like congratulations but what the fuck is going on (laughs) like come (laughs) on seriously that's so but hey congratulations you killed 22 straight penalties that's good uh that's good thing number two good thing number three is that the bridgeport islanders are four and one so (laughs) there you go william Dufour had two goals the other day including the game winner so you know at least there's that. Okay. And, and like, that's the a other breath. thing too,
2: is that like people are going <laughs> to yeah. say like the young, youngster should come up or whatever. Like I can yeah. guarantee okay, you fine. that H- Hudson Fashing or Chris yeah. <laughs> Terry is going to probably be coming
1: up before. Yeah. That's what this team has done. So say hello to Andy Andreoff one more time. Right. Cause he's the only guy who's coming up anywhere. So, so there you go. Uh, okay. We need to take a breath and take a break. And when we come back, we'll look at the next three losses. I mean, games <laughs> uh, up on the schedule and uh, how we feel they're going to work out there. And then uh, a couple other things that had, made people mad this week it's 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 a never-ending stream of of anger in islanders country right now so uh if you dare come back and meet us on the other side thanks Learn more at marines.com. And now a word from our sponsors. First, as always, vintageicehockey.com, where you can get t-shirts, hoodies, and jerseys featuring over 100 classic hockey logos. Vintage Ice Hockey also carries our Al Arbor and the Island merch, and our portion of the sales go directly to the Center for Dementia Research. Real quick, shout out to Jen from Twitter, who let us know that she got her uh, Island merch on the way. Thank you very much, Jen, for uh, for buying some of that. And uh, hey, if you've bought any Island stuff, let us know. You don't have to send us a picture. I don't like sending pictures on social media either. But hey, you can just say, hey, I got my island stuff. We just want to hear about it because uh, uh, we think it's pretty cool. So let us know. Uh, but yeah, check out vintageicehockey.com for all that kind of stuff. And make sure you use the code ANXIETY to save 15% off your order. Try wines from the Pinot Project. They offer a rosé, a Pinot Grigio, and a Pinot Noir that was named a 2022 Top 100 Best Buy by Wine Enthusiast Magazine. All of them are delicious. All of them are priced at less than $15 a bottle and are available at your local wine shops and UBS Arena. Learn more at thepinoproject.com. Please drink responsibly. If you have a party coming up, Halloween party, Thanksgiving party in a month and a half, check out the Pinot Project because those wines are going to go over big. I promise you. Uh, Okay, Uh, so as we've been talking about, the Islanders have three games coming up this week against New York Rangers on Wednesday. That is a game on ESPN. The Carolina Hurricanes on Friday... Which is uh, at home? Uh, no, excuse me, uh, at, in Carolina. And then on Saturday, oh, by the way, it's the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche at UBS Arena. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it: if they lose these three games, this series is is done. Like they're not going to make up a six game deficit with in this division with these teams, two of which are you know in their division that they're playing. You know they're going to start if they gonna, if they're going to start a season with a six game losing streak. They need to make that up sometime before Thanksgiving, or else, as we've seen historically, generally speaking, you're not making the playoffs if you're not in position by that time. Could, it, could I be wrong? Sure. Could they lose all three of them and still make the playoffs? Sure. As we've been saying for the first 35 minutes of this podcast, they have offered no evidence to show <laughs> that they are capable of doing that. And so they can start by maybe getting a win against the Rangers. Now, they often play pretty well against the Rangers. Uh, if, I, if they're going to win any of these games, it's going to be that one, right? Because they always play pretty well against those guys. I have no hope that they're going to beat either Carolina or Colorado, who have both lost games this year. So I guess anything is possible. But, I mean, as we, it's exactly what we said last week. They had to win those games against the Sharks and Devils because this was going to happen. And if, maybe they split in Florida. And they lost against the Devils. They did not split in Florida. And here they are, staring down the barrel, of a six-game losing streak, eight games into the season. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's ridiculous
2: it's it's, ridiculous. it's it's so and you just it's it's hell like you feel like you're in yeah. hell because the one thing you thought could never happen again yeah. was that this a season ending losing streak in the fall the Leafs have barely changed colors mm. and the other Leafs like I can't even be happy about talk talking about what's going on with you know Sheldon Keefe's media circus because the Islanders are such a fucking disaster that like i can't mm. even get any joy out of what's going on there like mm. this the islanders have ruined the islander season already which it feels like and or i should not say that they're on the verge of doing it and and I, I know the, they have played well against the rangers like they, they they tend to play them tight they get up for the game whatever but there's every chance the rangers come in and blow them out and sure. the islanders just get <laughs> Absolutely shellacked because they they haven't played well. Like what what makes anyone confident that this team is going to play well against the team that has oodles and oodles and oodles more talent than them? Yeah, uh, and has a goaltender who's and, and you said silver linings. Ilja Il- Il- Sorokin, I know the, the the Tampa game wasn't his best look. He was but not like, good in that game. Yeah, yeah, he's been <laughs> he's been he, he's been good. He's unfortunately, the, yeah, he he's lost three games because the, the, you know, the Panthers game and the devil's game was, he was kind of, you know, hung out. To, I was a, yeah. He was hung out to dry in those first two ones and where had some bad luck, but he's been good and he should give the Islanders every chance to win every night. And that's, what's so frustrating about this team too. is like, you're like, you have the thing that no other team in the league has, like you, you got the hard thing, which is a goaltender mm-hmm. who's actually good every night. Um, not only good, like he's an elite goaltender and you're going to waste it. Uh, discussion for a different day but yeah like we you'd assume that they'd come out and fly against the rangers i have no confidence that they will like i'm yeah i'm absolutely dreading that one uh it's going to be on national tv they're oh oh for my lifetime in regular season games on national tv (laughs) like you know i don't think they've ever won a game that kenny albert's called in the regular season (laughs) so uh get used to that and and it's like the here's the, the other thing. Like they, that game's on Wednesday. The Rangers yeah. play Tuesday night. Like there's another schedule loss for for the yeah. ra- for the team they're playing. So they they'll, they never win those games. Nope. Um, I
1: mean, tonight was well Saturday night was yeah. Last night was yeah. Was night lighten,
2: was a, yeah. yeah and but yeah. Th- that it's Sunday night. They just lost. They're they're on a three game losing streak. The season is teetering already. Six games in, and the season's teetering after it w- was ended in the middle of November last year. And they have three games to change something three days before mm. that game to change something. And that's the most frustrating part is like, we're just, I'm just, we're just going to sit, sit around. We're going to see some pictures of them practicing on Monday back at the mm. grind. Mm. Shut the hell up. Like, I don't care. Like, battle I don't drills. Want these guys on, yeah.
1: They're doing battle drills at practice. Okay. Oh, Congratulations. the pace, the pace
2: has picked up considerably yeah. at this Islanders practice. Like, um, yeah. yeah, just like it did all last year, too. Yeah. And then they all said, like, yeah, we understand where we're at. And, yeah. you know, we we did this to ourselves, and it's hard to catch up in this league. But, we, you know, I got faith in everyone in this room. Like, I don't. I've got no faith <laughs> in any of you. I've
1: Maybe and, we'll get a, a picture of somebody having a chat with an assistant coach. You yeah. know, Josh Josh Bailey off to the side talking to John McClain. John McClain saying, shoot it,
2: shoot it. Yeah. I mean, that was – I couldn't even – you can't make that up. Yeah. And the next game. I – that the top line is just an absolute abomination yeah. right now, and the the scary thing is, I think Nelson, Barzell, and Lee all are averaging a point per game. Lee has three goals, yeah, and I would say none of them are playing well at all. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh,
1: Nelson in particular was pretty bad against the Panthers. You yeah, know, just and that's rare. We haven't said that in two and a half, three years. It's, yeah, <laughs> the only I think like you said, like the fourth line has been their best line, and that's yeah. so
2: scary. Like Casey yeah. Cizikas, Matt Martin. He, uh, there was a shift where I th- with three minutes left or so in the Panthers game, he the fourth line was out. Like I was like, "Wow, Matt Martin, why is Matt Martin out there?" I, I should be mad about this. And then I realized, <laughs> "Oh no, like he's been their best forward. Yeah. Like Matt
1: but Martin what, has been their best like winger of the season yeah. so far." But what's really funny is that they keep getting chances, and and Sezikis keeps getting sprung on these sort of not breakaways, but these these you know breakouts, whether it's on the penalty kill or whatnot. But Martin and Clutterbuck can't keep up with him. So it's sort of like Casey on his own trying to like either, you know, hang on to the puck enough for one of those dudes to get open or, you know, kind of looking for somebody on a two on one, but there's nobody there because the other guys are 10 feet behind him because they can't make it. But yet somehow that that line still is the only one of the Islanders four lines that has any cohesion whatsoever. Like they, obviously those guys have played together forever. So they they'll know each other, but there's no cohesion in any other line, even for guys that have played together. I mean, last year, Lee and Nelson and Beauvillier were fantastic together in a season that was lost in November. And this year, they have not had the same. And Kyle Palmieri was
2: was a a force to be reckoned with after Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I remember when when Peugeot and Wallstrom, like, was a thing.
1: Yeah, it's
2: not. (laughs) They they don't. they, They look like they just look so confused out there. Yeah, I almost want, like Adam Pellick, I thought he was going to do it today, just like two-hand one of his own teammates. Yeah. Doing something <laughs> he stupid. struggled a little bit today, too. Yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, they're man. they're a mess. And I actually thought like Alex Romanov had a good game. I don't, I don't think he was particularly mm. good against the Lightning, but I thought he was really mm. like pretty good against the Panthers. I actually thought that the defensive play against the Panthers was a step in the right direction,
0: mm. but,
2: but, it, it, but there's yeah. there's nothing going on offensively. Like yeah. nothing. They
1: look, There's, they look confused. They don't look confident. They don't look like they have any idea who's who's out there, what's going on. We, it's a lot of hope ta- plays. Is, which says, I mentioned. I mentioned like going back to the last eight
2: goals they've allowed, and and they've all been pretty bizarre. But you like about the <laughs> the last five goals the Islanders have scored because uh, mm. they not including the league goal against the Devils because that was garbage time. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but the last, it was a pass from Corey Perry to Matt Martin a pass from somebody to Ryan Polak against the, the lightning, mm. a backhander that had no business going in from Beauvillier, And then the the mm. Panthers game was a five on three and a, and a double minor penalty, like which two things <laughs> that Islanders never score on. They scored on. Um, <laughs> so like, when's the last time they, they created a goal, like an, yeah. a legitimate goal. And you have to yeah. go to the, against guess the, the Sharks game against a bad team. Like they, they, yeah. they aren't, they're not creating anything like the, the Even the, the pan that first Panthers game, they scored the only goal they scored was on the power play. So their five on five yeah. goals are being completely inflated by the fact that they played the ducks and the sharks and blew them both out. They have a plus one goal differential. They're in last place in the conference. They have a plus one goal <laughs> differential. <laughs> I want to throw yeah. my computer out the window.
1: Yeah. I'm so, <laughs> I like, I really like, hate them. It's really, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And, and I, so the Rangers did lose Sunday night. They, but who did they lose to the blue jackets, which is why the Islanders are last in the conference. Like. It never fails. You know, the Blue Jackets had like one win coming in and they did us, I guess, a favor a little bit, uh, a little way of beating the Rangers, which is always fun. But again, like you're always there's always going to be at least two Metro teams picking up points at the same time you're losing. and It just happens all the time. So there's a little bit of hope against the Rangers on Wednesday night. That being said, if you don't want to watch the Islanders versus the Rangers for any reason you can possibly think of and you have not checked out All Elite Wrestling that would be a good time. Wednesday night, eight o'clock, TBS, <laughs> AEW Dynamite. Check it out. Uh, it's got to be way more entertaining than Islanders and Rangers. Even and if the Islanders win, hey, great, congratulations, you can sleep that night. And if they lost, well, at least you watched a cool wrestling show. So that's what I'm going to say. Uh, Friday against the Hurricanes is going to be a loss. Like there's, there's <laughs> this team has no hope of beating that team. I'm sorry, it just is. And and like people can be like, oh, how could you think that? again there's no evidence to suggest that this team is going to beat that team okay that team is faster they have guys that score goals okay fine the islanders have the the goaltending edge that's great but you know what they don't the the hurricanes don't really need a great goaltender because they score so often and play so fast so who cares right and then saturday against the, the avalanche are you kidding me forget like Maybe you catch the avalanche sleeping. Maybe they they I don't know. Maybe they hopefully they play somebody. Maybe the they do. Rangers they play the Devils.
2: They play the Devils on Friday night. So.
1: Okay, so maybe maybe you catch him on a you know the 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 backup goalie of friend, Pavel Frenso's I guess uh, you know the next night. Sure, yeah, maybe something happens
2: because we never scored against him. Him and Mackenzie Blackwood yeah. <laughs> have never letting goals against the Islanders. <laughs> right,
1: and like I, I can imagine if they win, I'm going to hear you know somebody's going to be oh you were wrong, dude. Again, think about what this team has done this week. And tell me that you think they're going to win these two games. Like you Mike talked about,
2: they they have to win. They have to win two of them. That's the scary thing. Like you, 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 they need to, they need to get out of this gauntlet Mm. with two more wins.
1: Yeah. Three
2: points. Maybe you can convince me to say three points out of these three games, whatever. And then, hopefully that when the it, schedule lightens up, which it really doesn't, like I said, like this team no. could lose 11 in a row, pretty realistically. <laughs> uh, like they have the, the, the one game against Chicago is really mm. the only soft game for the next few weeks. Like this, this, mm. this is not an, this is not a drill, but.
1: Um, and, and when you're this Islanders team, no team is soft. Like, right. you cannot like you're take one any of the team worst teams like in the league right now. Like you yeah. are
2: at the, you are the last place team in the Eastern conference. So you're the soft team.
1: Right. That's what they're saying about looking at you especially right. like the Rangers. So again, all right, fine. If they get three points out of, this, out of these, six, these three games, let's call it a victory, <laughs> right? You win one, you could lose one in overtime or shootout or something. We could call that a victory. At least you got some points out of it. But th- this team is simply not playing on a level that these other three teams are playing on right now. And again, two of these teams are in your division. So if you lose those points, you're gonna have to work real hard to get them back. And you know, I don't want to hear that they can make they can do that because so far they have shown no evidence that they can. And, and and as Mike said, if you think that I, I hate the I hate the Kool Aid phrase, I'm not a fan of it. But if you think that they can do that, guess who's drinking it? It's you. <laughs> you know. So
2: it's it's the yeah, <laughs> and it's so annoying because right. I do think that like if tomorrow the Islanders if the Islanders did just in, happen to have a like that Thomas Vanek trade, right? Like I'm crying out for a Thomas Vanek style yeah. trade
1: we we If we wake up tomorrow and they've traded for Patrick Kane, then forget everything we've said
2: <laughs> right Because like, that's it's really what they need. It's like it's, it's right <laughs> it's, and what I was part of why I'm so mad at myself was like, yeah, like they do, but like maybe it's Palmieri. maybe it's gonna be Wallstrom. No, this is a team that has maybe a number one center, I think he's a number one center, mm. but he doesn't we've never seen him play with anybody good, so <laughs> it's the whole like winger for Tavares meme. Turns out it's hmm. true. Like, what do they say about stuff like cliches like, if enough people are saying it's probably true, it's right. it's true. If this cause what what do the Islanders have right now? They have Andersley, Kyle Palmieri, Oliver Wallstrom, Anthony Beauvillier, uh, Zach Parisi. Those are five decent middle six options. Josh Bailey, those are six decent middle six options for a team. Hmm. They don't have a first line. Like they don't have Lane yeah. Lambert can't tap someone on the shoulder and say, I need a goal. You guys have to go get me a goal. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have Matthews and Marner. He doesn't have McDavid and Dreisidel. Or he doesn't have Jason Robertson. He doesn't, he just <laughs> he doesn't have a, that first line. He doesn't have Matthew Kachuk and Sasha Barkov. Yeah. Ubrido, like like the Islanders don't have him. And they need to get one. And they should yeah. have got one in the summer. Like we tried our best. I tried so hard to kind of convince myself hey, it'll be all right. Like they'll be able to at least stay afloat until they get one well they're not going to stay afloat unless they get somebody who can break a game and make Mm. matt barzell what he does like turn it into something because they need to start scoring they need to start creating offense their best offensive player right now is probably no he's Noah Dobson is like if he's not on the ice the islanders aren't scoring it feels like like he's he's the only thing that's going like there was there was uh i think they had two on man's rushes maybe the entire game today one of them was Ross Johnson on a what looked like a three on one? It might have been a three on two mm. with Paul Palmieri. And what did he decide to do? He decided to take a wrist shot from the above the circles. Mm. Uh, I think that was in the first period. So that was wonderful. I mean, a lot of times done.
1: they just dump it in and then just don't get it. Like yeah. they just dump it in and just leave it and then go off for a change. It's like, dude, well, what is happening right now? You just gave the puck away.
0: They like, just, they what? need
1: somebody. They need someone so badly. And yeah, like
2: I just don't understand how it's going to happen at this point and and I no. I'm I was wrong all mm. summer all, like I spent not only all summer but like basically from the time the last season ended mid November last year thinking this team's going to be fine next year just get through the shitty meaningless mm. season another meaningless season like in my life like I've seen the Islanders have seven meaningful seasons I'm 32 <laughs> like come on like this I'm used I yeah. should be used to this already I sh- I know what yeah. to
1: expect uh but, no, I'm not. but again, like you, you and don't, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're beating yourself up a lot. I'm sure a lot of people are as well, but like, this is what we wanted to, like we, we saw this team have three very good seasons in a row and then one bad one. And we listened to the guys and they all said that last year was an anomaly and that the, the real team was the one from the, the three previous seasons. And it's basically the same roster. So why wouldn't we believe them? We were we were bamboozled, horn swoggled, in the words of Denzel uh, yeah. Washington. You know, like yeah. that's just how it works. And and like you know, we all we all bought into it because we wanted to. So far through six games, this team has not shown us what they sold us, and it's it's incredibly annoying. Yeah. Speaking of selling things, uh, we we should we should move on to topics. So there's your preview of your next of the next three games. By the way, sounded awful lot like our recap of the last four games. <laughs> uh you know th- these things ha- this is the way their things are going for the island.
2: i think our last episode was titled cautiously encouraged that the- yeah <laughs> underline cautiously cuz that was uh, this is yeah.
1: not yeah. encouraging yeah yeah that's that's a big drag we got to go through our titles and see if there's ever been a drop like that I'm sure there has been but in anyway uh in any event speaking of selling things so we should finally tie a bow around this because the islanders made it official this week they had revealed that everybody every team in the league revealed their reverse retro jersey in the most boring cliche terribly you know managed uh social media rollout ever it was incredibly annoying it took forever yet people like leaking stuff who cares about the leaks just show us the damn jerseys Stop with the these leaks coming out that are like, you know, like it's some kind of like, um, I don't know. Uh, hold on. I got let my cat out. Sorry about that. <laughs> OK, uh, you know, they got these leaks coming out like it's uh, some kind of CIA document. It's just a, it's just a jersey. You either show it to us or you don't. I don't care. Let's get to the bottom line. Anyway, the Islanders released their jersey. And it's a dark jersey with a fisherman on it. And it's got a little wave on it. Um, this, of course, upset a lot of people who are carrying around a lot of old trauma from <laughs> 1995 about that jersey. Uh, it's actually funny because uh, I saw a lot of people, I think Carrie Haber, were saying this. I think Maybe you have, may have said it, too, that uh, it's almost not garish enough. Like, it's almost too tasteful for the fisherman, which is kind of a funny idea. But um, the players like it. Matt Barzell said it was fresh. These guys are talking about how clean it looks and how they're they're excited to wear it. Uh they I'm sure would not have done this without sort of their input. Again, they've been selling fisherman stuff at the team store for years. And again, a lot of people are mad. They're they're upset about it. Howie Rose was incredibly upset about it. And he and Brendan had a little bit of a fun kind of back to back and forth. And and I like what Brendan was saying. He's like, you know, this is about creating new memories with that jersey. Who cares about the old memories? The only thing I want to say about this, and then we'll move on. Because it's all that's been said already. Is that I can tell you something from my many, many years of therapy that I hope helps people (laughs) in getting over this hump. If you're mad about the jersey, this this jersey does not define you as a person. Okay, you might not like it. Your team wears it. It is not a reflection upon you. It's really not even a reflection upon them. It's just a jersey. And if you know who you are at your core, then they can wear whatever they want, and it's okay. It doesn't have to reflect on you. So. Don't take this jersey as like a personal affront or make it define you as a person. And, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta, it's not like you have it tattooed on your forehead when they start wearing it. Nobody, nobody has to really know or care, frankly. It's just a piece of, you know, laundry that they're gonna wear for six games. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You don't have to like it. But you also are a different person. You are an individual. You have core values and core beliefs that make up you as a person. And they don't have to involve the fishermen if they don't want to. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. It got a little bit deep for this episode, but we we got a lot of emotions going on here, so I just wanted to get that out there. Uh it does not define you. So that's all I got. Yeah.
2: Say. It was just <laughs> exhausting more than anything. Yes, that also true. Out. Like, like yeah, the, were... the
1: complaints about it are more or worse than the actual fisherman jersey is <laughs> the other thing yeah. I wanna
2: say. But I that the like you said, like it was the most NHL kind of asinine marketing plan. <laughs> I like they 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 released like these teaser tweets, yeah. And I was like, oh, all right, they're releasing the the, the reverse retros, cool. And and, it, and they weren't them. And then they released another. Tw- they're like, oh, tune in for the next teaser tweet at 4 p.m. And they weren't anything. They were just like, you know, white noise or something that didn't reveal anything about any jersey yeah. or anything. And then all the jerseys inevitably leaked and. And the next morning they released these, these jerseys in a video where you couldn't eat like the video. You couldn't, I was like, wait, slap, yeah. so slow down. Like I didn't see what that, like, Oh, I thought, I think the capitals just brought back the Eagle, but I don't know if they did because it was just a color. Gone. That was all
1: it was. Yeah. It was, just, a it was, color. It was
2: like, just so like, so NHL right. in the, in the sense that not only was you could, could you see and put yourself in the, the boardroom that this hmm. r- rollout was released in. <laughs> but you could also see the lawyers going, "Hmm, I don't know, like this might be a little too edgy for us. Like let's roll it back a little bit. And, um, and then of course, like the next day was just people ranking the reverse retros from 32 to one, everybody, Mm. you know, Mark Lazarus at the athletic is not the person who I'd want to read. Talk about these jerseys. Like it's, it's just, I I mean, maybe I just should stop with this entire sport (laughs) and just with with how it's going right now. And, (laughs) <laughs> um because then the next day y- you listen to jeff marrick's show or 32 thoughts and it's did you see the reverse mm-hmm. retro freeds freeze uh yeah no i haven't seen all of them yet but like i think i saw like the capitals one look pretty sharp jeff and then it's 15 minutes on the california golden seals yeah um, <laughs> and it, like, you're like dude this this right. is but this is this is vintage nhl it's like Oh look, a cool thing happened. Now let's absolutely beat it to death. We're gonna hear about it, and see it. Yeah. Did you hear what Dylan Larkin said when he was mic'd up? He said, you know, he he said to John Gibson, "Nice save." Like, and John Gibson's not even on his team. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah. this isn't. This isn't. Stop trying to foist like anything bigger mm. than what this is. This is just a, a cash grab. Yeah. Yes, and I'm happy that I like the Fisherman jersey. The Islanders were wearing those jerseys the first time I ever watched the Islanders. I'm pretty sure so. Like I, I think they're incredibly Islanders, and I like the logo. I don't care if you don't like the logo, and I understand if you don't like the logo. Um, I think these jerseys are cool, but the team that's gonna wear them right now they suck. So I, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't even want to see them. Like, and and like, yeah. it, it and real quick, while I'm shitting on this team that I'm supposed to love, the the whole like Isles Lab situation feels like what the hell? Like, who do they think that Islander fans yeah. are?
1: Like, How much was that hoodie that you? Four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars for a hoodie. Four hundred dollars. You, if you go into that store, you just look around.
2: You're like, this, 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 this isn't, this isn't the Islanders. This is a feels mm. like a, you know, a bookstore at, uh, I don't know, Harvard or something. Like the, the way it's like set up and priced and mm. the like gouging price. It's just, it's, it seems very. On Islanders and and it's like, goes back to a lot of the marketing stuff that people were talking about the in-game op like ops with yeah. we talked about like fake proposal and like that's not what Islander fans are here for. I don't need to yeah. see the Empire State Building on every piece of Islander marketing. Like I'm not the, <laughs> the Empire State Building is is very not is not on Long Island. The Big Duck is more Islanders mm. than the Empire State Building.
0: Mm. So
2: just figure it out, please. Yeah. From top to bottom, right now I feel like that the whole franchise yeah. is just completely letting down the team um the fans like it's just it's yeah. and it's so depressing because it's october like we're supposed to be geeked up the season just started yeah and it's just a yeah. depressing time like and that that's going back to what i was saying about living through meaningless seasons like i've lived through meaningless seasons i've seen james wisniewski like i don't <laughs> i know what a meaningless season is going to look like from the get-go this was not supposed to be one this was supposed to be a pretty yeah. profound season James Wisniewski is not on this roster running pp1. Like they have mm. Matt Barzell and Noah Dobson. The core of the team doing it. Mm. It's not Wisniewski to Parento. Like it's this isn't this is not supposed yeah. to be a this wasn't supposed to be a bad season from the jump. So that's why I think this meaningless season is going to be much harder to swallow than basically yeah. any of those.
1: Well, I mean and and not to get off on a whole other thing too. I, I agree with you by the way. There's a lot of sort of disconnects going on in in different different facets of the organization, not just on the ice, but a little bit off the ice too. Some of them which are, are more important than others, obviously. But, uh, you know, not to go off on a whole other thing, but it, it occurred to me again today that Barry Trotz has fundamentally changed how I look at hockey and how I perceive this team and what I expect them to do. Because this dude showed up and was angry five games into the season when Jordan Eberle blew the zone in Tampa and allowed the Lightning to score a game-winning goal. And he was visibly pissed off. And he was equally as mad uh, about three weeks later when they lost to the Winnipeg Jets. And somebody asked him, like, well, are you proud of your team for hanging in there with a you know team that went to the conference finals the year before? And he said words that I've said on this podcast. And I will take to my grave. They are not paid to hang in. They're paid to win. And I was like, I have never thought my, in my life, I would ever hear an Islanders coach say those words, but he said them and that changed how I felt about how this team needs to operate. They're not paid to hang in. They're paid to win. That's the job. And somehow, some way that got lost. And here we are, you know, with the season teetering on the brink, six games in, you know, staring down the barrel again of a six game losing streak or more more as, as Mike has pointed out. So it's, you know, this guy changed how we, how I look at stuff, you know, nothing the only wins are acceptable. And so far what we've seen has been frankly unacceptable. There've been parts that have been okay, but they're this is unacceptable. Yeah. Like, I, I woke can't... up this morning thinking to myself,
2: cause like I said, I was really in, in like a bad spot, relatively <laughs> speaking, of course, like about the lightning loss and just how mad it made me. I was, I was yeah. really upset with how upset it made me. Um, and then I woke up this morning and I, the first thing I said to myself, was you know what if you look at it on the silver lining they played all right against the panthers they played really well against the ducks the sharks they shit the bed against the devils and then they played (laughs) all right against the lightning like four out of the five games they've only won two of them but they played all right and then i guess i was just trying to goose myself up for this panthers game because and whatever but like you said that it's at this point it's like only wins are acceptable <laughs> like hmm. when you're supposed to be contending it's true and um it just sucks because so many people are going to be thrilled that they were right and not 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 islander fans like yeah people on the outside are gonna be thrilled that they were right about what they thought this team was going to be this season uh and, and what they are and where their spot are and, and how the gm set them up and, and all that stuff and it sucks that that they those people are looking like they're going to be right right now, um, so I I like it's it sucks right now and yeah
1: uh. um you know what doesn't suck Weird Islanders the podcast which <laughs> is back uh it came back last week we spoke with our friend John Muir otherwise known as at Oleg Kavasha on Twitter it was a fantastic episode check it out it's the perfect episode to kick off season two and uh, if you haven't heard it yet you definitely should you could always go back and listen to our previous episodes as well and uh, reminder that that's a bi-weekly episode so the next one will come out not this Friday but the following Friday got another great guest on tap on deck for that so uh check it out weird Islanders the podcast it was awesome uh also real quick before we sign off shout out to my buddy Paul from work it's his birthday this week he's the other islanders fan in our office we are two of the three hockey fans in our office he's a great guy he keeps everything running us very very smoothly so I can't thank him enough and now we always talk about the islanders so it's great so happy birthday Paul Hope uh, hope your birthday is better than these last three games (laughs) have uh, have been because I know you've been watching. He also wears a fisherman hat all the time and he was well ahead of the curve, I must say. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, Okay, um, that's it. I think we've we've purged ourselves of all of our anger. God help us all on these next three games, because if we come back and we're equally as angry next week, um, it's going to be bad. It's going to be very, very bad. And uh, I don't want that. And you guys don't want that. And Mike doesn't want that. I'm sure. Uh, okay, Mike. Where can everybody find you on Twitter? Uh, the Big Lee Basket with two E's. Although if the season keeps going like this, I think
2: I might just shut <laughs> down Twitter because I can't deal with it. I can't deal with what one right. of the Islanders beat writers being a condescending, lunatic, even <laughs> though he, does, he hasn't earned that. Like this is this is it's it's yeah. all going to shit.
1: Yeah. One. Th- this was great. Th- this uh, game was great for the beat writers. One guy uh, going back and forth with somebody on Twitter over some pissing contest or whatever. And the other guy advota- advocating for a grateful dead night at UBS <laughs> arena, which is worse than, than watching the Islanders lose. I can't imagine anything. I'd less rather hear than grateful dead night at the U at UBS arena. If grateful dead night, isn't followed by like iron maiden or black Sabbath night. Don't even talk to me. Cause I don't want to hear Because God, God, if you love the grateful dead, congratulations. I'll see you later. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't anymore. But uh if you want updates on cricket and soccer, follow Mike at the Bigley Bowski on Twitter. Like, that was the other thing. The cricket match this morning was just unbelievable. Yeah. Like one of the best
2: sporting yeah. events I've ever seen on TV. And I was like, oh man, like that was great. It was just, it felt nice right. to like be invested in a sport. Yeah. Sporting event that wasn't the Islanders. Yeah. And I mean, it was just. Dude,
1: I just saw the Jets go five and two. What the hell? What's going on? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. No, I know what you mean. So uh, at least at least we're getting joy from. Something, even if yeah, it's, it's short
2: lived though, because is, then you turn, I turn around and I see like an Islander hat and I'm like, oh
1: fuck. <laughs> uh, man, man, it's funny. It's like you used to be like, oh man, that's so cool. I can't believe I saw an Islander hat in the wild. Now it's just like, oh, please don't talk to me about the Islanders. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say anything because <laughs> it's going to be bad. But anyway, uh everybody, I, I don't care what's going on with the Islanders. Everybody should follow Mike on Twitter at the Big Lebowski and always and always read his work at the Action Network because uh, uh, maybe you can uh, win some money that way. Read Lighthouse Hockey every single day from most up-to-date Islanders news and discussion. Temperature's getting pretty hot there, but as you know, we're always on top of this stuff. So that's it. Uh, we hope we've uh, helped uh, be a little bit cathartic for you. Uh, maybe we've made you angry. Maybe we've made your eyes roll over being a little bit uh, dramatic, but uh, it's tough right now. It's tough, and the season is six games old. So bad, but maybe it'll get better. You never know. Uh, Either way, we will talk to you guys next week. Uh, Thanks a lot for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you then. All right. Bye-bye.